0: It's the Greg and Dan Show podcast, and I'm Kelch. This is a special edition of the Greg and Dan Show podcast with radio legend, Peoria icon, Paul Carnegie.
1: Uh, Dan and I have a handful of radio heroes, characters, uh, people that have come before us and paved the way. Uh, that we adore and this man we haven't seen well he said to me in the hallways for a hundred years yeah it seems like it paul carnegie good to see you man it's good to be seen (laughs) the line i like to use at my age it's good to be seen
2: vertically
0: (laughs) yeah well, you know what though, uh, uh, Paul's That's been good. around really since the beginning of Peoria Radio, but he's still thirty years younger than Bob Larson.
1: Yeah, you are younger yeah. than Bob Larson. I don't know how you keep doing that. <laughs> Bob's really up there. Uh, Paul, I do really mean this. You changed the face of Peoria Radio many
2: years ago. Tell me how. I well, you
1: you hard. you start you launched a radio station. If my knowledge is correct, so far so far. that uh, that became. Uh, WWCT eventually. You came here from Michigan. True. uh, And had a different look at radio. Uh, uh, You came from a news background, though, right? I mean, you had a news. No,
2: I did news. I did it all.
1: Yeah, you did everything.
2: I did everything. I was program director, music director.
1: So where were you just before you came to Peoria?
2: Was it actually at WKNR.
1: Okay. In in Detroit. In Detroit. What brought you to
2: Peoria? At WKNR in 19... 69 if you will there was rumbling that the station was going to be sold oh so i had a friend he and i talked about a radio station we'll buy one
1: right? yeah good idea couldn't
2: find anything that we liked okay right? i started doing some studying of available frequencies because the fcc assigns frequencies to certain communities right and one was assigned to peoria 105.7 right so i submitted an application for a radio station and we won the application. We got the, the, the building, building permit to build the radio station in Peoria. We got the permit in 1969. Okay. And it took a while to get things done, but I finally got the okay to do everything. I was coming to Peoria. I was going to be living here, actually in Peacons, where we ended up. Amen, right? Right. You, you're a peeking boy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> and so, 1970, building the station, if you will. When I say building, not so much by hand, but directing all the things that needed to be done. Sure. Hiring the staff. Interesting side note. My first employee was Tom McIntyre.
1: I ran into Tom wow. not long ago, no and kidding. I mentioned your name, and he told me that story because wow. I was Paul's first employee. <laughs> wow. Yeah, downtown, right? You had yeah. an office downtown. Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, in fact, uh, when, when we opened up the station, the studio was in this same block. In fact, right where the parking garage is.
1: Yeah, where our studios are. Right.
2: There was the Central City Savings and Loan. Okay. Upstairs from there
1: is where the you offices. were.
2: Offices. And
1: that's what we set up what, what kind of radio station was that to be Yeah,
0: because, with? okay, you get a radio station frequency. You get everything set up. Did you go, okay, now what are we doing?
2: Well, <laughs> no. I, I said, what can we do in Peoria that's not being done? That's always the first consideration. Right. If there's a, everything's being done, then do it better. Right. Okay. There's a, There was a man named Bill Drake, whom you may be familiar with. That name. Know the He name. was a, a consultant for radio stations. He created a format called Solid Gold. And this was for automation. And that's what our station was. We first went on the air, was automated. Wow. With uh, every week, well, we would first of all get a library of oldies. And then every week we get a new reel with something more current. And and we had a format that we built from the the radio station for the radio station from these tapes which had all the oldies on it. Right, right. That that was it.
1: You were one of the first stations that I know of in this town that would have been automated. We were absolutely the the first. first, Yeah, Yeah. that's way earlier than I suspected that happened.
2: Yeah, it was was a fun way to do things too. Yeah, yeah. It was. I'm going to tell you about McIntyre, as a matter of fact. Please, Uh, we had a guest come to the station uh... miss illinois or something like that i forget exactly why she was here the automated system w- was good but once in a while something would go wrong and when it did it a uh, sound would come off for everybody here hurry up get the automated sure. system working sure well tom was just happened to be there he was the one watching the automation it uh... It- Sounded off, and he came running down the hallway just when Miss Michigan or Miss Illinois walked out of an adjoining studio and oh. about knocked her down. Nice, <laughs> just about floored her. <laughs> That's and what we
1: do in this business. We run when some, yeah, certain things run. happen. Yeah, gotta yeah. say
2: it. Uh, the automation had a name. What was it? it was Harry. <laughs> in fact, his name, his full name, was Little Harry.
1: Oh my gosh! Because
2: one day it wasn't working well, and the engineer said. It's a little hairy today.
1: Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's it stuck. You, we got an a. That's what radio people are good at, branding. <laughs> we, we're very good at branding.
2: Okay, well, we branded that.
1: I want to I wanna stop you right there for a second because I, I want to uh, not go too far down the road into what that station became later. But I want to play. I found some audio. Uh, a, a mutual friend of ours sent me uh, this gift uh, the other day when he knew that we were going to talk to you. And let me uh, back it up here, and I'm going to play it. You might recognize it. I believe the year is 1964.
0: WKMR, contact you. Headlines at
1: 45.
2: Michigan Republicans are gathering in Lansing for their state convention and urge GOP cooperation. At
1: that time, you were Paul Cannon.
2: That's yes, right. <laughs> <for immediate laughs> the director said reform. your sounds a little hoppy-totty, and so let's an get a new name. Right? Oh, my gosh. You sounded great. Still sounds great. Right. Dan and I have always been jealous of your pipes. Of- uh,
1: I also want to ask you about this that this same gentleman uh, gave me this background on. There was, a, Danny, a contest uh, that Paul did in which the station gave away a live lion cub to a high school, I guess high school or college was, or high school. high school, high school, a live lion cub to be their mascot. And there is a promotional picture of Paul holding the lion. There is, a, there is a promotion that you uh, could not even think of doing no, today. No, no. <laughs> not not even close. Unbelievable. Did you really give it away to somebody eventually? Uh,
2: I, I, I can't think of the name of the high school, unfortunately. It was a private school, a Catholic school. They won the contest. I had to go to the, I guess you call it the store, the place where they had the lion's.
1: Yeah, the oh, lion's <laughs> store. You went yeah, to the lion's lion store. store. right?
2: Picked it up. And in a box, you know, this guy is only about eight weeks old, right. two two months old. Right. Put him in the back of my car, and I and I drove over to the to the high school. All the while I was doing that, the cub was going.
1: Ah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> there are so many things in this radio business uh, in the years that it's been around. We celebrated our ninety fifth birthday the other day. The WMBU. Congratulations. And, and you know, so the last hundred and some years of all this, there are all of those stories. There's a a million of them, a million giving away, giving away lion cubs, and uh, that you we just didn't. can't believe are true.
2: Uh, so to end that story, if you will, I, he was he was in the cage, the little box, and I said, "Well, there they are." And I made my little speech and said, yeah. "Thank you very much, and you're the winners." And I'm gone, right? Right. And the next day, a couple of the guys from the high school came over with the lion cub <laughs> on a leash, like a little doggy. <laughs> And I said, how did you get him out uh, of the cage? Yeah. he said, uh, hockey gloves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. Well, uh, so so you come to Peoria, you start this radio station, Mr. McIntyre's working for you, you start adding staff, you start getting advertisers, you start uh, making noise in the community. What were the call letters then?
2: WWTO.
1: TO. Did that stand for something in well, particular? It,
2: <laughs> it was obscure. Now the more I think about it, it made no sense, <laughs> but we decided to do it anyhow. Uh, of all the, the, the markets in Illinois, yeah, who's number two?
1: Oh, Peoria. It was yeah, Peoria. At the time, right? yeah. That was yeah, it. That yeah. was the basis for the
2: so. W-2. <laughs> that was very <laughs> we, obscure. <laughs> we we, uh, we, we uh, were the same as that guy used to fly over the cars in the uh, the car rental.
1: You're, oh, yeah, you know, we're uh, Avis or whatever. Yeah, yeah. we're number two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. whoever. The... Oh, uh, O.J.? O.J. Yeah, he was also number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so how long then did you maintain uh, ownership of that, and what happened after that? What, what well, Where did you pass uh, it on? I'm going to go back a bit. Okay, please. Okay, I'm going to go yeah. back a
2: bit, and let tell you my second radio job.
1: Okay.
2: At WXYZ in Detroit. Okay. Okay. And I don't want to make this too long of a story, but my girlfriend... She lived down the street.
1: Okay.
2: Her father was a podiatrist. Okay. He had a patient, who was the wife of the morning DJ at WXYZ. Got it. Got that train so Got far. Yeah. Okay. At WXYZ, DJs didn't play their own records. You know, somebody did that. You know, there was a record spinner. Right. His record spinner was being drafted, and he was very upset. Told his wife. She told the podiatrist, who told my uh, my girlfriend, who told me. <laughs> Someone's losing their job at WXYZ. <laughs> I immediately jumped in the car and went down to WXYZ unannounced to apply for this job. Right. And I talked to Jack McCarthy, who was the program director, and he was the Green Hornet, too, by the way. Oh,
1: yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah.
2: Because uh, WXYZ was the home of the Lone Ranger, the Green Hornet, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. They sure. There. And I talked to, to Jack. He said, well, that job's been taken by our uh, office messenger. You want that job? Of course I do. Yeah. I haven't got a job as in radio. I mean, right. it, it, you're being at the top of radio drama, you know. Sure. So I got the job as Office Messenger, did that for about uh, a few months and became very much friendly with all this, the the actors from the Little Angel Program and the director, Charles Livingston. And one of the sound effects men was getting drafted. And who's going to get that job? Me. Yes. So I became one of the five sound effects men on the wow. Ranger program.
1: Wow! What a great piece of history, man! <laughs> that is awesome. I'm probably
2: one of the survivors of, the, of that group.
1: Probably so. Yeah. And 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 a great testament to uh, looking for the next opportunity. Oh, yeah. I, I tell people all the time now. I'm you know one of the older guys in this business. So is Danny, uh, Caleb, our producer is younger. I said, always look for that next slot, man. You always yep. got to be looking. Oh, if uh-huh. you're not looking, they'll pass you by.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, well, and or, it, or fire you. Or, or yeah, or they yeah. did fire. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. The business is rough sometimes. Yeah,
0: but and and the other thing is, is yeah, you never pass up an opportunity. Uh, or never admit you can't do something. Too. Yeah, that's hey, another dog, one. Can you Fake ride a horse? Yes, yep. I Fake yes, I can. Make <laughs> it. Uh, and and then always, oh, if there's overtime work, do it, and then just yeah. keep showing up. Yeah, just keep showing up.
2: So uh, to finish the uh, WXYZ story, yeah. how I am not there now, but uh, what happened is. One of the sound effects men was was, uh, being drafted. I took that job, had it for a year and a half. They were resurrecting the Green Hornet program, had been off the air for a while. They were to do uh, 13 weeks, twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday, if I remember correctly. And uh, they were looking for someone to, to fill the job as an actor that was becoming available. Bingo, here I am. Never did any acting. <laughs> and and I got a job on the Green Hornet program.
1: What were you? What was your role? I was Cato. You're kidding me. Wow. I, I, I have knew. known you for decades, and I didn't know that story.
2: Yeah, I did that for 13 weeks. And that, the, the other sound effects man who had been, one of them had been drafted. He right. was undrafted. They brought him back, and I was out of the job.
1: Wow. and What uh, a cool run, though. Yeah, <laughs> That was a cool run. That was a cool run, yeah. yeah. We're talking with Paul Carnegie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, that's ahead. okay. No, I just want to reset. Paul is a, a longtime friend of uh, the Greg and Dan Show and of us personally, uh, a Peoria resident since 1971 or whatever year yeah. that was, 69, <laughs> and a uh, radio pioneer here in town, WWTO 105.7. Solid eventually, gold. solid gold, eventually became... Wwct 105.7 which then became rock 106 which i even worked at one of the, so i shared the frequency with you one time uh and uh, isn't it funny how it, it 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 just goes it just rolls out man i love that part so, when did you get when did you get out of radio uh
2: 1954 uh i needed a job badly and family at that particular yeah, time yeah and joined the detroit police department oh okay and I spent five years as a cop. You were a cop. Five years. Wow! Yeah. Oh.
1: What's going on with this guy? How uh, yeah. come we've never known all of this stuff about no, no, you?
2: No one's ever asked me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did you? But when you got when you had WWTO, then how long did you have that before you sold that?
2: Uh, Seventy-five. We had partner problems. Okay. Okay. And the station, it, it just wasn't working with right, the people right. of it, yeah. my partners. And that was in 1975. I left that. Yeah. And then I was working. Uh, w, well, sort of working, but spending time there. And I needed this thing to do, bought a franchise called Mako Painting and Auto
1: Body. I remember that. And, downtown, were you?
2: Well, Earth. we were downtown, then we moved up to Brandywine. Yeah. Okay. And I worked with the family in that uh, franchise for 30 years. Wow. And all the time I was doing that, I was doing a lot of cat stuff, uh, narrations, Commercials. I remember not not actually doing a regular radio thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. You were, but you were everywhere. That's how Dan and I met. Well, yeah, you, we were, in our studios, the yeah, you were in the the studios quite a bit. Yeah. all the time back in the eighties and early nineties and such. I remember that. I'm like XM hard
2: to get rid of it. <laughs>
1: and then you went to where you are today, yeah. Which is Comfort Keepers. Comfort
2: Keepers, exactly. Because right. I retired from uh, Mako, taking it easy. Uh, My son Mike who was then managing Mako said, you know, we have staff and we have building here What can we do to add to this? I did some studying for franchises came up with nothing like auto body at all, but but comfort keepers and I read the story of comfort keepers And I said this is for me and this is for Peoria and so I bought the franchise and comfort keepers is we have a business where we provide caregivers for senior citizens in their home, right? They want to stay home. They'd rather not have to leave their home. They being the seniors, right? And so we provide caregivers for the seniors to help them.
1: Well, one of your uh, staff sent me the note. I wanted. I like this motto, uh, "Elevating the human spirit." Yeah, that's good, man. That's really good. Thank you. And as 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 folks uh, transition through their older years, yeah, you don't want to lose that spirit, whether it's your parents or your grandparents or yourself. Or your spouse. Uh, And how long have you had comfort keepers now? 20 years. Okay, do you realize, Dan, uh, (laughs) that Paul has had four really big careers? Yeah. A police officer, radio station personality slash actor slash owner, uh, a Mako helping people's cars look good and now comfort keepers for 20 years right, exactly. that's only uh, all of us would only do one of those Paul uh, <laughs> how long are you going to keep going
2: well uh, there's no end to this <laughs> I like that <laughs> well, I like that it, I like that. In fact, well, I might get back into radio just
1: I can come in that. some morning fill in yeah. with me and Danny sometime uh, how yeah. are the pipes they, they sound working. pretty good dude. <laughs> yeah. they sound really good they sound really
2: good now talking about comfort keepers if I may please, please know, do yeah. uh, how that came about uh, really wide really inspired me. Both my parents lived into their nineties. My dad passed away. My mom still kept her apartments. And her she and her cat, we lived fairly close by. This was in Pekin, Mm. but she was in her 92 or so, something like that, when it was just very difficult for her to be on her own. Although we were close by, she would forget to do things, the cat would knock the pills off the, the table. And so we said, yeah. And I thought at that time when I was considering uh, comfort keepers, boy, that we could have used mom for this kind of sure. situation. Someone could come in several hours a week, mm-hmm. a day, even as it may be, help her with cooking, housekeeping, things of that nature, just to make sure. And just company as well too.
1: Yeah. No. the The importance of that is is uh, you can't measure it. No, you just, can't. You can't measure.
0: And it. my mom uh, died uh, in her condo, while she died at the hospital. But we are at that point, wow, she may may have to move into a home, whatever, but she did not want to. She wanted the home. She wanted a place for grandkids to come, and it's very, very important to people. Well, it's good to see you, Paul. I'm embarrassed
1: that we've waited, uh, I don't know how many years it is since the last time we saw you. I'm sure it's over 20. I'm sure it's over 20. It could be. Your whole Comfort Keepers career, we've, we right. haven't we have seen you during that. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I should have come and knocked no, on the no, door. No, no, that's yeah. okay, yeah. man. No, that's okay. It's a delight to see you. Thank you for coming in and hanging out with us. Uh, Comfort Keepers, where do you find that, by the way? Is there a website that we send people to? just
2: <laughs> no, Comfort Keepers. Just <laughs> ComfortKeepers.com. <Just> comfortkeepers. <laughs> right? We're right here on university, and the Candle Tree is where our office is. Right. And we have a. Wonderful staff of caregivers and the office people, beautiful, making sure that everything is done perfectly. Right, and we pride ourselves in that and have great. You, you look at our, on our uh, Google report,
0: five stars.
1: Nice. Well, it's good to see you, sir. Keep going. Tell us when you go your next career, will you? I will do. Give that. me a heads up. Thanks uh, for right. me. Maybe right.
0: we yeah. should just do a show with him, Tom McIntyre, <laughs> and bring in uh, Leap and Lee Ransom. Yeah,
1: and, and do and let them take it. They'll take it. Good to see you, Paul. Thank you.
0: That is none other than Peoria radio icon and legend, Paul Carnegie. This has been the Greg and Dan Show podcast. Don't forget to check us out on our website at 1470wmbd.com and on all streaming platforms.